Welcome to Thoughts in the Car, where real decision-making happens. Thoughts in the Car, where real decision-making happens. Welcome to Thoughts in the Car. I am your host, Janice Elliott Howard. Today's topic is... 10 ways to improve mental health. Okay? Mental health is just as important as physical health. It is essential to take care of your mental health to lead a happy and fulfilling life. We have a tendency to move through life at breakneck speed. I mean, I don't know about you, but I seem to do. It seems like it's never enough hours in the day for me to get everything I need done and sometimes it gives me a bit of anxiety when I can't you know check cross stuff off or check stuff off as being or highlight things yes I'm a woman of many lists and I need to highlight things to make sure that they have gotten um, handled so it does take a toll and May is mental health awareness month and you know, people are losing their minds left and right I mean, mental health is nothing to play with. So here are the top 10 ways to improve your mental health. Now, the first one, eh, it's a no-brainer. It's exercising regularly. And I know, I know, before you come at me, um, walking and swimming are the top two rated exercises because... um, you you're using your own resistance your body's resistance um so you don't have to do any added weights or anything and you're um exercising every muscle in your body just to do um walking and swimming so mental health does improve this exercise it releases endorphins that can boost your mood and reduce stress and anxiety You can reap benefits, you know, from exercise without, again, without a gym. Because, again, I tell you, walking and swimming are number one and number two forms of exercise that engage all of your muscles. Then there's cycling. Now, cycling is a bit difficult. Cycling, I mean, you've got to have your mind right to cycle. Uh, But there's even dancing. All of what I've mentioned can help to improve your mental health. So number two is get enough sleep. You know, getting enough sleep is crucial for your mental health. A lack of sleep causes irritability, anxiety, and depression. Now the aim is for, you know, eight hours. So I guess the aim should be between seven and nine hours of sleep each night. Um, And, you know, you have to establish a consistent sleep routine. I don't know how you sleep, but I'm going to share how I sleep, okay? So, it's, you know, the grandchildren, they make fun of me. (laughs) Because I have my two oldest grandchildren who reside in my household. And they make fun of me because they're like, Grammy, you sleep in one single spot. You don't move. 
you just stay in one space how do you sleep because you know unfortunately um, my children uh, they take after their dad and they're contortionists in their sleep they're all over the place when they're sleeping but I just stay in my one little spot and I usually have a restful night they're all over you know they're they're making x patterns and an angular movements and hands behind back and fetal position uh and toes pointed they're doing all that kind of craziness but i sleep in one space but also i sleep in that one space but on the other side of my bed is my cell phone uh, my ipad um and uh my eye pencil my you know apple pencil and uh, remote controls and a few other things and they just they're just lined up on the other side of the bed just in case just in case because I do have a tendency to wake up you know uh, wee hours of the morning and I write you know, I'll grab my iPad and I'll write something out as, you know, if an idea had come to mind. I mean, sometimes it's, you know, sometimes it's just, just a potty break. And then the other times it's like, oh, I can't get right back to sleep. So I'm writing um, uh, out ideas or thoughts that have come to me or something that's come to me in a dream. Um, I'm writing out uh, ideas because that's what I do. Um, or I decide oh, I really needed to get something done that day. And so I will um, actually um, open up my planner, my digital planner, and jot that down so that I don't forget. Now, eventually I get back to sleep because it's usually like wee hours in the morning, like maybe 3, 30, 4 o'clock. And then I'm back to sleep no later than 5. And of course, then I get up and start my day at like um, 6, 37. But any, anywho, Getting enough sleep is um, key um, to protecting and ensuring that you maintain good mental health. Now, the third thing on the list is practice mindfulness and meditation. Now, you can manage stress and anxiety by practicing mindfulness and meditation. It involves focusing your attention on the present moment. You know, you got to be. You know how they say you have to be present, you have to be in the moment. Um, and it, it it can help you become more aware of your thoughts and emotions. There are many meditation and mindfulness apps available that you can try. I mean, I pretty much try to uh, think about things that are right in front of me. I don't like to think too far ahead, although I am a planner I am a future planner, but I do like to think about things that are right in front of me so I can really have my full attention on it um, to help me uh, be mindful of what's important at this very moment uh, in my existence. So the fourth thing is eat a balanced diet. Now, of course, a balanced diet is essential for anyone. Everybody knows about the food pyramid and what have you. Not all of us adhere to the food pyramid as it is uh, designed. However, a diet that is rich in fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and lean protein can help to boost your mood and reduce feelings of anxiety and depression. Okay? Um, 
Now, I'm not saying don't snack because I'm a snacker. I'm a big snacker. I will have some cashews and almonds um, with some raisin mix in a heartbeat, especially if I'm deep in thought about something. I'm contemplating what I'm going to um, write next, if I'm writing a, a difficult scene um, for a storyline or what have you, or even if I'm doing a gig and working a gig for someone um, where I'm, I'm writing a blog, a ghost blog article or whatever, or I'm doing some um, HR um, freelance stuff for a company, I have a tendency to go into deep thought, uh, but I have to have a snack. <laughs> I have to have a snack to stay on target, oddly enough. Um, so number five, number five, enough about me snacking. Number five, you need to connect with families and friends. And I know everybody's family and friends are not good connections because some of our families and our friends are somewhat toxic. But, you know, the good people, the people who are your ride or dies and who have your back, um, they're good they're crucial for your mental health. Because sometimes you just need a sounding board. You know, sometimes you need someone who's just going to listen. Not necessarily um, give you feedback, but listen and take it all in. Not necessarily somebody who's actually going to um, agree with you. That They don't necessarily have to be your uh, cheering section, but someone who will let you get your thoughts out. Because sometimes you got to hear stuff out loud to realize that, oh, that's that's not going to work out. Or, oh, you know what? What am I waiting for? Let me just go go full steam ahead and get this done. Sometimes you just need an audience to listen. But it has to be someone that at least if what you're saying sounds a little out of pocket and not realistic, somebody can rein you in and say, ooh, I don't know if that's going to work, you know. You, you need those voices um, around you. So spending time with your loved ones can boost your mood and reduce stress, but um, it also can help you stay um, focused. Okay, so make sure you make time for social activities, even if it's just a phone call or a video chat, because sometimes you just need someone. You need to go ahead and go on your rant and have somebody listen to you and if it sounds like it's really um, off the beaten path, you know, they love and care for you enough to be like, whoa, back up. The whole idea is that the person that you're confiding in um, cares enough about you to not let you purposefully misstep. Not to say that they can control what you do, but at least care enough about you that if you're going off the rails, Somebody can say, wait a minute, baby, are you okay? To make you stop in your tracks and reflect and be like, oh, maybe, maybe I am, you know, maybe I am doing too much, okay? Um, and of course, if it gets too serious where your loved ones really um, aren't enough, you find a medical, a mental health professional. Find yourself a mental health professional. If you're struggling, you know, seek support from a mental health professional. It's, it's, it's crucial, you know. 
They can provide you with the tools and strategies to manage your mental health and offer you a safe place to discuss your thoughts and your feelings. All right. So number seven, we're already up to number seven. I'm telling you, this is a quick list and it might sound like, you know, common sense, but sometimes you got to hear someone say it out loud before you're like, hey, you know what? I've been thinking that for a long time, but I never actually heard it out loud because I've never ever spoken these words. But yeah, I think I can I can use that. That's practical. So practicing gratitude is number seven. And you got to focus on the positive aspects of your life by practicing gratitude. Now, I have like a gratitude page in my daily planner. And every day I write down um, things that I am grateful for. Because it involves acknowledging and appreciating the good things in your life, no matter how small they may be. You know, you just write down a few things that you are grateful for each day so that you put stuff in perspective. Because the world is very strange right now. You know, it's top, it's topsy-turvy. And, you know, I'm thankful every day for my friends and my family. I'm thankful that my grandchildren, they leave out here every morning and say, okay, see you later, Grammy. And I'm like, okay, you guys have a good day. And I'm thankful when they walk back through the door at 4 p.m. and tell me how their day went. And they're not, you know, getting in the middle of anybody's drama. And they're not um, becoming a target for someone who has, who's having a mental break. So I'm thankful I practice gratitude for that. You know, I, I'm thankful for uh, the engine went out in my minivan. I use my minivan, obviously, to transport myself and my grandchildren to events. But also, as the vendor market festival season is upon us, that's how I travel with all of my gear. My tent, my tables, my books, my, you know, all the little accessories and what have you, and the engine went out. So I had to make a hard decision. Do I go on somebody's car lot and say, here's X amount of $1,000. I need, you know, SUV, a large SUV or another minivan or what have you. Do I do that and then be stuck with a car note for the next five years? Because obviously, yeah, I got uh, enough money for a decent down payment. But of course, I didn't have enough money to just buy outright something um, newer um, with all the bells and whistles that I require flat out cash didn't have that so with that being said I was thankful that at least I could just drop an engine in 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 my minivan and then of course you know drop an engine in there and I'm still in the free and clear you know less of an expense as opposed to getting a whole new expense. Yes, I had one large expense, but I'm grateful and I have gratitude that I was able to just put in an engine and be on my way. Car down a couple of weeks and that was it. Now I'm I'm back in business and I'm doing all the things that I need to do. Now, yeah, does that mean I don't have a stash anymore? No, but the point being is I didn't have to... Um, 
take out a loan. I don't have to be uh, locked in for five to seven years and all that good stuff. And I'm rolling. So you, you have to be, you know, thankful for small things. I mean, even though it's a nuisance and it was a large expense, at least I was able to meet that expectation and keep myself going um, as as I normally would before the engine blew. So gratitude, you know, it's, it's important. It's very important. There are two more things on this top 10 list, and I'm going to get to it right after this. With all that's going on in the world, kids don't really have a voice. Self-expression is on the back burner, and it needs to come to the forefront. Journaling is the answer. A new journal for kids called What's Happening Today, created by Janice Elliott Howard, is available at Amazon.com and BarnesandNobles.com. Get your copy today for the kid in your life so that they can document what's happening today. Florida meets Thaddeus by chance. He calls her gorgeous and she calls him handsome. Their connection is magical as the relationship blossoms. In Florida's mind, he's going to be her forever. But Thaddeus can't fully commit. He betrays her. The twinkle in her eye dims and the hurt grows. After a time of soul-searching, acceptance, and adjustment, Florida realizes that she can and will do better. Get the ebook All Better, written by Janice Elliott Howard, coming soon to everywhere ebooks are sold. Sometimes all a woman needs is a blank canvas to start the next chapter on her journey to greatness. For me, about me, loving me, a journal for women by Janice Elliott Howard. Available everywhere books are sold. Thoughts in the car. Where real decision making happens. Welcome back to Thoughts in the Car. We're talking about the top 10 ways to improve your mental health. I think we left off at number seven. So we have three more to do. Uh, I thought it was two, but it's three. See, sometimes I can lose my focus, but I know how to reel it back in. (laughs) Number eight on the list is to engage in hobbies or creative activities. Okay. So engaging in hobbies or creative activities can help to reduce stress and anxiety. Okay, I personally like writing. I enjoy writing. And that's also how, um, you know, how I make my income for the most part. However, I do like photography and I'm an amateur photographer, but I'm I'm decent. I'm really decent at it. So I spend a lot of times, especially in the warm months, the spring and the summer and uh, early into the fall, um, I go out and I take a lot of landscape pictures because I just really like photography and lots of times have you ever heard the saying that a picture um is it tells a story so yeah I like and I'm a storyteller so I I I enjoy um photography I also enjoy um painting so I do get out a canvas every now and again put on some jazz get a nice glass of red wine and I will paint something abstract 
Now, I only like abstract because you can look at abstract from different angles and it can always look different to you. So I enjoy abstract because, you know, depending upon how you look at it, you see something different um, in the same exact painting every time you look at it or you notice something, you something accentuates inside of the painting that you didn't notice before every time you look at it. And that's why um, I like uh, painting because it, you know, engaging in hobbies and creative, creative activities provides an outlet for self-expression and it's actually a great way to relax and unwind. And again, I've already mentioned, you know, that I'm, I write um, as my primary, but also because I have a passion for it and I enjoy painting, um, but photography and then there's also gardening. I do like gardening as well. Um, just find an activity that you enjoy because that helps reduce the stress and anxiety and can aid in keeping your mental health up to par. <laughs> Number nine is to spend time in nature. You got to spend time in nature, people. You got to get outdoors. Now, I love a beach, okay? If you put me on a beach, I will sit there, I will read, I will stare at the ocean. Now, I'm not I'm not a I'm not a great swimmer. Not a great swimmer. I don't mind work, walk, walking in a surf, but I'm not, I can float. I float really good, but I'm not really a good swimmer. You know, you put me in the ocean or in a pool and ask me to um, swim, it will look like I'm drowning. Okay. I, it will look like I'm drowning because my technique is horrible. I have never been able to perfect it, but I can float or I can float um, forwards and backwards with no problems. I can do a turn I can do all of that floating but ooh, don't ask me to do a stroke in the water because it will look like I'm drowning but um, a great way to improve your mental health is by spending time in nature now I mentioned a beach because that's what I like I like a beach I like to be near water because water is life so I like to be um, near water but I have no uh, qualms about walking um, in the woods. I have no um, problems with walking on a wooded trail because I just think nature is just fascinating. But see, walking on a wooded trail is a possibility that you're going to run into some wild animals. And that, you know, that I'm not with. I'm, I'm not with walking up to and finding a bear or walking in some woods and then there's a mountain lion. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not with that kind of stuff. I, I am not that adventurous, but it has been shown to reduce stress and anxiety and improve your mood when you're out in nature. Okay. And sometimes people have these immaculate, well-designed gardens and, you know, like they have an orchard and what in their backyard, they have like an orchard and they have like vegetables and they have fruit trees and what have you. And it's this intricate design, but it's in, it's, you know, in the back of their house. So it's like an oasis of being out in nature. And I I would enjoy that as well. I don't have that kind of property set up. But yeah, that's a good, that's a good one. Having an exotic garden um, with an orchard and uh, your vegetables and everything growing. It's, it's, 
the organic, um, the idea of all the organic fruits and vegetables growing around you and it's the, everything's blooming. It is very soothing. It is. And number 10, number 10, you have to practice self-care. Okay. Self-care is essential for your mental health. It involves taking care of yourself both physically and mentally. You know, you got to make sure that you take time for yourself each day. I don't care if it's just taking a luxurious bubble bath. In fact, you can take a luxurious bubble bath and read a book because I do that. <laughs> or you can just read a book. Okay. My tagline, my tagline for my um, business is reading is an escape. Come run away with me. Um, and anytime I do vendor markets, festivals, what have you, most people, they will see that across my banner because that is my tagline across my banner. And they're like, you are absolutely correct. Reading is an escape. Yeah. Yeah. And then I say, well, just come run away with me. Come over here. <laughs> but yeah, you just got to step outside of your own um, thing uh, and immerse yourself in a, in a book in someone else's story. Or, you know, practicing yoga. I see people of all ages and all sizes practicing yoga poses, yoga stances, and it really does help um, relieve the stress um, and put you in a, a zen state of mind. Okay? So now you have it. Those are the top 10 that's not uh, top 10 uh, ways to improve your mental health. But just because this is, uh, I took the time to like give you a little synopsis on each. I'm just going to run down the entire list one more time so that you have it handy if you didn't write anything down. So number one is to exercise regularly. Number two is to get enough sleep. Number three is to practice mindfulness and meditation. Number four, eat a balanced diet. Number five, connect with friends and family, the ones who are not toxic, okay? Um, number six, find a mental health professional if need be. There's no shame in that, okay? Um, number seven is to practice gratitude. Number eight is engage in hobbies or creative activities. Number nine is to spend time in nature. And number 10 is to practice safe uh, self-care. Taking care of your mental health is crucial for a happy and fulfilling life. You know, because we do have a tendency to uh, speed through emotional and physical obstacles in our lives. You know, it's like we don't have the attention span of a fly anymore. Not that everything is yesterday. Everything is I needed it to happen yesterday. And that's not necessarily the case. You know, that's not necessarily the case. But by incorporating these top 10 ways to improve your mental health in your daily routine, you can improve uh, your mental health and enjoy a better quality of life. Now, remember, there's there's no shame in seeking out professional support if you are struggling and always prioritize your mental health. Now, I come to you with this message because May is Mental 
Health Awareness Month and out of the respect and the gratitude um, I have for you tuning in and listening to me uh, to each episode. Uh, I just wanted to impart that your mental health is important and people do care and sometimes, you know, it's it's the quiet part that people don't say out loud. So I'm saying the quiet part, the quiet part out loud. Protect your uh, mental health. May is Mental Health Awareness Month.